Right. Okay. Welcome, 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 everyone. Happy Thursday. We made it to Thursday. It's Friday Eve, y'all. Welcome to MPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time ever seeing me on the internet or hearing my voice on the playbacks for the podcast or the YouTube channel where you can subscribe at linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm. (laughs) Uh, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like getting your uh, business registered with the state, your articles of incorporation, making sure that you have EIN numbers and DUNS numbers so you can pay taxes and open up lines of credit, making sure you have a Appropriate contracts so your clients don't run off on you and you don't take, get taken advantage of by business partners. Um, also helping you with basic brand protection strategies so people don't go stealing your logos or your work, you know, and not giving you your, your due credit. Um, and also I help you create hiring policies so you don't get sued for discrimination. Uh, so yeah, I help you do all of those things. If you're wondering why I'm qualified, I am a licensed attorney. I have been one for 14 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business idea. And if you're going to be successful in business, they, you just, you, you got to know some of them. There's no way around it. Nobody's going to. So I'm here to give you those principles. One of the things that I don't understand about this country is that we say that we are a country built on small business, yet we do not teach our citizens how to open or run small businesses. So I'm here to change that. I do what I do. Okay. Uh, so if you are in the startup phase of your business, or if you're thinking about starting a business, uh, and you need some legal help, a legal guide, I want you to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and, uh, book yourself a free 15 minute consultation. If you are a first time client, you can also, um, download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. This is not a joke PD, you know, document y'all. I literally had somebody email me and tell me. You know, when they downloaded it and they already updated me this week and told me that they got their LLC approved. Okay. So the biz launch cheat sheet, it is not a game. It's really going to help you. Um, also at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel and my podcast where I have all the replays of this show. Also, y'all, I'm looking for a graphic, uh, designer. I'm, I'm, I've been talking to you, getting this merch out for a while. Hey, uh, and I haven't been, have, haven't been having a lot of luck at designers thus far, uh, and you know, things happen. So if you guys have any contacts for good graphic designers, you know, hit your girl up and let me know. Uh, but that is enough about me. Let's get to the show. The way that the show operates, for those of you who may not know, if someone's watching for the first time, is that I pull stories from the news that you guys send me, stories from blog sites, uh, and I pull the ones that have lessons that we can learn as entrepreneurs, as business owners, people just interested in business in general, um, and we discuss them. Um, you can send some to me, D-Boy, D- boy please do, please do. Um, yes. So we discuss these stories. Um, so this is a time for you to participate. Ask your questions give your comments as long as they are respectful. Okay. Uh, so we are not going to hold up for too much longer cause we're already like nine minutes in. Um, so let's get started. Okay. First couple stories are going to be quick and short. 
Um, so I know last week we talked about Dr. Dre and him divorcing his wife, Nicole Young, and that put quite a stir in the conversations for a couple of days. Now, um, if you don't remember, uh, Dr. Dre is divorcing his wife who he's been with for 26 years, married to for 24. She wants, um, you know, half of all his assets, including half of the rights to his trademarks for Dr. Dre and the chronic. Um, and she has been going to the court and petitioning. She also wanted like almost $2 million a month in spousal support. Well, there has been an update. Um, the judge said, no, ma'am, you're not getting 2 million a month in spousal support because apparently Dr. Dre is still, you know, paying the mortgage or the rent for whatever she is living now. Um, he also is footing the bill for her, for her legal fees and, you know, is providing her security because apparently she's been getting death threats since, uh, the divorce, the divorce announcement came out. Um, so Dre is supposedly during the month. But, you know, the uh, suffering here, you have your meals literally brought to you every day. You have, you know, very serious domestic violence cases that I am dealing with. So I'm not giving, I'm not awarding you $2 million a month, at least not right now. So for those of you who are on Dr. Dre's side, congratulations for now. For those of you who are on Nicole Young's side, more power to you, boo. Um, but that's that on that. Uh, the next quick one I wanted to remind you of, hey, uh, seven, hey, seven, six, Grim K. Uh, I think it was last week as well. We talked about Ezekiel Elliott from the Cowboys who had gotten a new tattoo that said, feed me. Um, and he was planning on trademarking it for, you know, apparel and gear and things like that. But apparently he has run into a snafu. The feed me trademark is already taken in the sports realm by a former WWE member of a WWE fighter named Ryback. Do we have any WWE fan member, a Ryback? Do not stop watching, um, wrestling a very long time ago, though I was a fan. Having is not going to be able to trademark it because Ryback, not only does he own the trademark, he doesn't want to let it go. And he actually called Ezekiel Elliott a scumbag for trying to trademark it because he said Ezekiel Elliott is actually a fan of his. Um, so <laughs> there is a trouble in paradise for Mr. Elliott and his tattoo. Um, yes, yes, D-Boy, yes, uh, but yeah, I just wanted to update you on those, on those cases, sometimes we don't get updates on stories, so when I find them, I do do my best to bring them to your attention, all right, um, if we have time at the end of the, uh, of this, when I get through the stories, maybe we'll go back to the Dr. Dre story, all right, okay, but moving forward and moving on to the new stories for the evening, first one we have for tonight, um, how many of y'all have heard WAP? If you have heard WAP, give me an umbrella emoji. <laughs> if you have heard the song WAP, give me an umbrella em emoji. Um, for those of you, if you don't know, WAP is a song that came out, uh, what, maybe a month ago? I don't even know if it's that long, but um, it is a collaboration between Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, we are not going to say what WAP stands for because my mother watches this show. <laughs> hi, mom. Hi, dad. Hi, Joey. Um, but WAP has been, you know, a phenomenal success. Uh, you know, it's number one on the charts. It's everywhere. People have been doing, you know, parodies. Uh, if you guys follow Jessica Duport, BB, um, the real BB Judy who does Kaleidoscope Hair, she did like a parody to promote her... Um, to promote her, her hair jobs. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jared. Thank you, D-Boy, David Boy. Yes. Um, well, Cardi is like, look, 
Y'all like WAP? You're going to get more WAP, okay? Cardi B has filed a trademark application for the term WAP. And uh, what categories is she planning on doing this? Cardi B wants to have a WAP clothing line. She has filed a trademark for clothing, headwear, footwear, jewelry, backpacks, handbags, fanny packs, and luggage. Uh, she has also filed a trademark application for WAP for beverages. So beer, liquor, energy drinks, fruit juices, and sodas. How many of y'all want to drink a WAP energy drink? If you want to drink a WAP energy drink, give me a W in the comments, okay? But I want to know from y'all, would, ladies, I know you gentlemen, most of you probably ain't going to want to wear something that says WAP on it. But ladies, would you be interested in wearing WAP fashions or, you know, having a WAP drink, you know, making a WAP cocktail? <laughs> Is anybody or any of you out here going to go and support Cardi's WAP line? 76 Group K said, nope, with an exclamation point. Um, Jarek, the floating yoga said, get that money. Yes. Look, if nothing else, Cardi B, she is a go-getter. Okay. You may not like her raps. You may not like her, but she gets to the money. Jarek, you'll, you'll pass. Look, they have things for men. They have umbrellas. You can get a backpack. You can get a, 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 a luggage. You can get a beverage. Come on. Support your girl. <laughs> um, D-Boy Dammit Boy said that would be good for water as far as marketing. Ooh, okay, D-Boy Dammit Boy. I see where you're going with that. Okay, very interesting. Um, but yeah, Cardi B is, you know, making WAP an official thing. She's going for clothing line and a beverage line. Um, so 76 Grimke said she's not interested. Jarek said he's not interested. I'm not kidding. I'm not joking. I might, I might, I might be interested in an umbrella. <laughs> Um, but you know, do your thing, Cardi. You can actually go and purchase these things, um, online right now, um, on her website. Uh, creating time says smart businesswoman. Yes. Yes. Smart businesswoman. Okay. Hey, Margaret, how you doing? Oh, Margaret, I'm gonna ask you a question, Margaret. Um, two questions, actually. Have you heard the song, uh, with, uh, Cardi B and Megan's song, WAP? Um, and would you be interested in WAP clothing or beverages? Because Cardi B has trademarked the term WAP and is coming out with apparently a WAP clothing line and a WAP beverage line. <laughs> you laughing at me, Jared? Look, you know, just when, when it rains, it's cute. It's cute. <laughs> but good luck to Cardi. I love her. You know, she is not only an entertainer, she is a savvy businesswoman and she is locking it down with the money. Okay. Um, Margaret, oh, you haven't heard it? You Okay, Margaret, I want you to go and listen to WAP first. Go Google, go listen to Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion WAP, and then let me know if you are interested in WAP clothing and beverages, okay? Um, all right, moving on to, oh, this is Deirdre Mungo. Oh, hey, Deirdre, okay. Um, all right, so moving on to our next story. Uh, do any, have any of you ever bought tickets off of Live Nation? If you have bought tickets off of Live Nation, give me the tickets emoji. If you have bought tickets off of Live Nation, give me a ticket emoji. Okay. Um, and if you don't know what Live Nation is, they're, they're, they are essentially the competitor of Ticketmaster. You can buy concert tickets, event tickets on there, uh, all sorts of things. Um. You do, okay, you, you haven't bought tickets off of Live Nation? I think I have bought one 
event ticket off of Live Nation. Okay, thank you, Jarek. Jarek has purchased from um, from Live Nation. All right. Well, uh, okay. So Live Nation apparently not too long ago started something called the Women Nation Fund. Uh, Creating Time said no, but I have been to some events. Okay. And I think Live Nation. I believe that Jay Z is part owner of that as well. Can somebody please correct me if I'm wrong? Um, but yeah. So. Live Nation recently established something called the Women Nation Fund. Um, the purpose of this fund is to provide uh, funding for underground, for, for sorry, for underrepresented female entrepreneurs in the areas of concert promotion, events, and a festival space. So basically, Live Nation said, "Look, you know, we understand that things are hard out here for women." Uh, probably following the Me Too movement. So they so they started this uh, this fund that they said we're gonna use this specifically to invest in women creators in the in the uh, concert promotion space, in the event space, in the festival space, right? Great, great goal, great idea, you know, I'm totally down for something like that. The problem is there's already an organization out here using the term Women Nation. So there is a company called Convention Nation Inc., okay? Um, and they have uh, an online community of uh, that they have built for women business owners. And they call this online community Women Nation. And they provide classes, seminars, and networking events for women business owners. And they have had the phrase Women Nation trademarked since 2017. So they're not just out here, you know, letting their freak flag fly. They actually have the paperwork saying that we own this phrase. So now they are suing Live Nation um, for trademark infringement for the name. Um, so uh, we haven't heard anything from Live Nation at the um, at this point. I did go to Live Nation's website, and Women Nation Fund is still up and running. So it's not like they turned it off. Um, but what do you think about that? Do you think that this um, online community for female business owners... Do you think that they are at risk for, you know, having their trademark co-opted by Live Nation? Is there room for two women nations in this space? One of them, they are investing in, uh, you know, uh, women entrepreneurs in concert promotion events and festival space. The other, um, that's Live Nation. Convention Nations, Women Nation, they are just an online community for female business owners. It, it this does not differentiate by industry. So is there a danger of overlap there? What do you think? Um, you're a smart crowd. So what do you think? Do you think that women, that, uh, convention nation, they are right for suing live nation for trademark infringement or should they just kind of calm down? What do you think? Because to me, in my opinion, there's definitely overlap here. Jarek, yes, right. We're on the same page. These are both, um, these are both venues where you are supporting women entrepreneurs. Now, one may be a more specific industry, but your, your entire goal is to help women entrepreneurs. So that could get very confusing for someone because may, um, Margaret thinks they're right. Okay. Because maybe they are, you know, because I actually did a Google search and I was trying to find Convention Nation's Women Nation, but I kept, Live Nation kept popping up even though I was looking for this online community. So I think that they are definitely right for defending their trademark because Live Nation, they are way more popular than them and it would not take much for them to overtake them. So this is why it's important to have your 
intellectual property in order because what if a big company tries to come and move in on your territory right and you want to have that paperwork in order so you can go to the court and say make them stop intellectual property doesn't care how big you are if you are violating someone's trademark that you are going to have to answer for it so convention nation they are definitely doing the right thing and live nation is probably going to have to change that name creating times that live live nation is big enough to have to pick something else yeah and i'm, I'm sure you have a legal team why didn't somebody do research on this you know an online platform for women entrepreneurs come on man um but yeah so live nation uh is uh they might be in a little bit of trouble hey tb more how you doing hun all right uh we're moving kind of quickly and i'm kind of glad for that because i do want to get back to a couple of these stories and have a discussion but i wanted to make sure that we got all of them in okay uh, before we move on to our next story, I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are in the startup phase of your business and you need a legal friend to help you, you know, get on the right path, on the good foot of entrepreneurship, I am here. I'm here to get you your articles of incorporation, your EIN numbers, your DUNS numbers, your operating agreements, your contracts, basic brand protection strategies, all of that. So go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, link up with your girl. I can't wait to hear from you. Okay. Um, D boy, Damon boy said, but it's easy to build off someone else. It's easy to build off someone else if they are not careful. Um, so one of the thing, one of the greatest examples or a good example, like in real life. So, uh, if you didn't know, I am located in the DMV area. That's DC, Maryland, Virginia. There is a clothing line here by the name of eat, right? Um, the, the acronyms, they spell eat. They have a very particular color scheme, a very particular type of lettering. There was a business that opened up, um, some, maybe like a year ago that, it, uh, they basically copied their whole color scheme, the three letters, all this stuff. But because eat has their intellectual property in order, they went after this company. Now, I don't know what the result is, but it's like, if you have gone through the trouble of building up your brand through the years, you do not want another person coming in and stealing that thunder under your feet. And the thing is, what if that original company goes under? If y'all remember when I did the Purell story, um, Target got hit with false advertisement claims because they had been saying that their up and up hand sanitizer was just like Purell and Purell kills 99.99% of germs. But then they found out that Pure, um, at the FDA or whoever found out that Purell does not kill that much bacteria. They maybe kill about 70%. So if Purell only kills 70%, what are you talking about Target? So Target got hit with the false um, advertising charge. So it, while it may be easy to build off someone else, you, you always run the risk of your house of cards come tumbling down if they do as well. Okay. Um, Margaret Massey said live nation capitalizing on nation for familiarity. Absolutely. And they, and people know them. People don't really know convention nation. I didn't know convention nation existed until today. Right. So it's very good of them that they have their trademark so they can defend it. <clears throat> All right. Okay. Moving on to our final story of the evening. Um, how many of y'all have ever purchased a Hugo Boss item? How many, if you have ever purchased a clothing item from Hugo, Jarek is laughing. Uh, if you've ever purchased an item from Hugo Boss, now I think they're mostly a men's line. I do not know if Hugo Boss makes women's clothing, but ladies, if you have purchased an item for a male companion or men, if you've purchased Hugo Boss for yourselves or another male companion, please give me an H in the comments. Um, no, 76 Grim K. Okay. Um, yeah. So Hugo Boss, they are, 
a men's clothing line. I I don't know if I would consider Hugo Boss upscale. They're not cheap, but they're not like super expensive either. I don't think. Um, anyway, Hugo Boss, they've been in business forever, right? Um, hey, Nessie time. So Hugo Boss has been in business forever. No Hugo Boss, moolah. Okay, Jarek has purchased something from Hugo Boss. Nessie Time, have you purchased anything from Hugo Boss at any time in life? Um, anyway, so Hugo Boss, they've been around. They are a respected name in fashion, particularly for menswear, right? Um, now, during, uh, you know, quarantine, because a lot of y'all weren't quarantining, um, okay, there, uh, you know, a lot of people took, their skills and went virtual. Um, and there is an artist by the name of John Charles. He is actually based in England. Um, but he was giving virtual, a uh, virtual art lessons online. Like, you know, everybody, everybody was doing everything. You, they were doing strip shows and everything is online. Now. <laughs> but John Charles was doing virtual art classes online. Right. And at the end of his shows, like, just like when I started, I'm like, welcome, welcome, welcome. He, at the end of his shows, he would end his show with Be Boss, Be Kind, right? Um, and now John Charles has started a clothing line based on his sign-off called the Be Boss, Be Kind clothing line. Now, in English, uh, when you say something is boss, it means it's great or fantastic, or at least that's what I was told in the argument. If any of y'all have experience with England and their slang, let me know if I'm right or wrong. Um... Uh, but John Charles was like, you know, I like, I like my, my sign off. I think I'm going to, I'm going to make some merch on it. So, um, John Charles has started his clothing line. He's trying to trademark the name and Hugo Boss is trying to block him. They are saying the fact that he put Boss in his clothing line name, that that could cause confusion in the marketplace. And they're basically like, look, there's only room for one boss in the fashion world. So John Charles, we're going to need you to, um, to, you know, change that name or something. So I want to know from you, do you think there's room for two, um, clothing lines that contain the word boss in the title? Can Hugo boss and be boss be kind? Can they exist in the same, in, in the same, um, in the same arena? Can they? Oh, um, Margaret said, I think my husband did years ago. Okay. You think your husband bought some years ago? Yeah. Um, do you think that Hugo Boss and Be Boss Be Kind can exist in the same arena? What do you think? What do you think? Uh, I personally, while you get your answers in, um, hold on. Margaret Massey said, no confusion. Hugo can be kind. Oh, I like that, Margaret. You are very clever. Um, Jarek said, yeah, there is room. I agree with y'all. Look. I'm not going to convince, to confuse Hugo Boss with Be Boss Be Kind. I'm sure this man just has some t-shirts and some sweatshirts. Hugo Boss, you, 76 Grimke said nobody buys Hugo Boss anymore. I got, I, you know, you, you're right, I haven't seen Hugo Boss in a while. Anyway, but they're still around, right? Nobody's going to confuse Hugo Boss and, you know, their refined menswear with this guy's line who's prob it's probably t-shirts and sweatshirts. He's not out here making, you know, three-piece suits. Um... <laughs> Yes, uh, Jarek said Hugo Boss better sit down, <laughs> yeah, but, um, whether or not Hugo Boss is, is popular anymore, it doesn't matter, their thing is, we have the trademark for boss in fashion, there's only room for one boss, that is their argument, that there's gonna be confusion, people are gonna think that they have started a new line with be boss, be kind, um, 
I don't believe it. I think Hugo Boss is just being a bully at this point. Um, and I hope that John Charles gets to continue with his clothing line because we do need more kindness and, you know, in the world. And he's out here, you know, doing art and doing great stuff. Like, what are you doing, Hugo Boss? Have you provided any content to the world? <laughs> but um, I hope that John Charles is able to go ahead with this. But um, you guys seem to be on John Charles' side and that there, there's no confusion. And I totally agree with you. Um, yeah, so good luck to him. All right. So we have reached the end of our stories, but I want to go back to the updated ones that we talked about at the beginning because the first one was, uh, you know, we talked about this for two days and y'all were on it. So for those of you who came in late at the beginning of the show, we had an update on Dr. Dre and his divorce with his wife. So remember, uh, we found out that she was asking for $2 million a month. Um, you know, and she wanted the rights, half of the rights to his trademarks and things like that. And she went to the court. So just to update you, Nicole was denied the $2 million a month. At least they haven't settled the trademark thing yet, but they, uh, she was denied the $2 million a month because apparently Dr. Dre is still paying for wherever she's staying now and providing her security and, you know, paying her legal bills and things like that, as well as paying her credit card bills that range anywhere from 150 to $350,000 a month. And the judge was like, girl, I have more serious problems here than you getting $2 million a month from your husband. So you're going to take this check from him and, you know, go have a good time, or at least for now until they go to court. So I want to bring us back to this, uh, to this Dr. Dre situation. Now I I've had conversations with people and some of the people are saying that she's essentially doing this out of spite. Um, and she's essentially looking for a million dollars for every year that they were together. Right. Um, I'm still stuck on this trademark thing. Now, Dr. J I don't know when Dr. Dre started using the term Dr. Dre, the name Dr. Dre as a stage name, right? Um, I don't know when it was trademarked. That's some research that I have to do. But in the long run, as a couple who has built a life together, yes, when she met him, he was already on the come up, but there have been significant developments, right? Um, isn't she entitled to her portion? Isn't she? Like, because she essentially gave up her life, she isn't a, she, she is a, you know, a licensed attorney. She gave up her life to be his wife, right? She's known as his wife. We don't know her as a lawyer. We don't know Nicole Young outside of Dr. Dre. Doesn't she deserve some compensation? Because it's going to be tough for her out here. She is getting death threats because of her demands, um, you know, for her divorce settlement. Is that, you know, isn't that something that should be taken into account that she is kind of being penalized by the public? There are a lot of issues that she has to deal with. Um, 76 Grim K, yes, whatever is in the prenup. Well, there is an issue about the prenup, right? We don't know if there is a prenup. She said she was forced to sign one, but that it was torn up. We have, we don't have the prenup with us, so we don't know if it is valid or not, right? And if there is no prenup, California is a community property state. Which means that she is entitled to, I think if you've been married to someone for more than like three or four years, I think it's like a very low bar. You're entitled to half if there is no prenup, right? Um, so, 
I want to bring this back to the trademarks. Dr. Dre, his, and, and the lifestyle, right? Dr. Dre, the lifestyle that he and his wife started out with, while it wasn't, you know, they weren't broke, it is nowhere near the lifestyle that they have enjoyed, you know, over the last, you know, 10 years. Apparently, I think Dr. Dre is worth something like $800 million. Where is Nicole Young going to be able to go where she is going to be able to maintain the same lifestyle without Dr. Dre's support? And is it fair to just kind of throw her to the wolves? Because she has been living like that for the last 24 years, right? Um, Margaret Massey said, when you think about it, she's invested more of her life to him. What's he going to do? Play around with other young chicks who haven't devoted that time to him? Girl, I'm not concerned with Dr. Dre and what he's doing. I think Dr. Dre has lived his life even while he's been married. I like, she's literally caught him in hotel rooms, right? Um, but I think while I don't, I, I will never say that she doesn't deserve the money. I'm still stuck on these trademarks. If Dr. Dre was using these trademarks before he met you, if they were trademarked before he met you, why do you think you're entitled to them? Right? Because she met him as Dr. Dre. She did not meet him as Andre Young. Why do you think you're entitled to them? Um, Margaret Massey said, men never think the wife deserves anything. She needs to get her share. Right. And the, and the court is saying, you know, you're getting a share right now. Your husband, your husband is paying for where you live. He's paying your credit card bills, which are, you know, 150 to $350,000 a month. You've got private security. You're having your meals delivered three times a day. You know, you can go and do whatever you want, right? Why are you entitled to his trademarks that he was using prior to the two of you? That is the question that I have. But that's just a question. And I mean, and I, I would be, I would be open to hear it, to hearing your, um, your opinions about it. Okay. But if you don't, we can end right now because it's 835. Anyway, but, um, yeah, so Dr. Dre, he has a stay for right now. He does not have to pay his wife $2 million a month. The money he is paying now is more than sufficient, according to the, um, the judge. Jarek said, cause greed. I'm never going to say a woman don't deserve her money. Jarek, you're not going to get me to say that Nicole does not deserve this. You will not. I just have to ask why. <laughs> um, Margaret said they became one. When, Margaret is like, these vows are forever, baby. She said they became one when they got married. Run me my money. Nessie Time said she's not. If they were obtained before they married, but from time of I do, she is entitled to those later. Um, Jarek said, cause hurt. So Nessie time, you're saying that she's not entitled if they were obtained before they got married. Okay. But if they did get it, you know, after they got married, then maybe. Okay. Jarek says she's hurt. It's okay, Nessie. I understand. Jarek said she don't deserve two million. You don't know what she's doing, Jarek. Maybe she's scrubbing the floors, you know, with her bare hands. You don't know if she's cleaning the house from top to bottom, cooking meals. What? Like, who are we to say that she don't deserve two million a month? We don't know what stress she's been through. Anyway, good luck to all the parties at hands. <laughs> 
I want to thank you guys for your participation. Uh, I want to thank you guys for putting up with my shenanigans. Um, it's always fun hanging out here with you. Make sure that you go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and book your coaching sessions. Go check out the video trainings. We've got the EIN training, the DUNS number training, the operating agreement training. Tristan said, I'm late, been, been at dinner. It's okay. You can watch the replay. Um, yes. So, you know, Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm is where you find everything. Um, well, we won't be on tomorrow as usual. You know, we do Monday through Thursday. I'll be on Monday again. I'm looking for a graphic designer. Um, I have been trying to get this merch out. You're welcome. Creating time. And I have gone through two designers so far and it's, they've both ended not well. So if you have any recommendations for graphic designers, please DM me. I'm trying to get this merch out by the holidays and it just seems like it's, uh, a it's not my forte, so this is a very high mountain for me to climb. <laughs> but help your girl out. Send me some recommendations, okay? Have a good night. Um, super, super great hanging out with you guys. Take care of yourselves this weekend. Wash your hands. Wear your masks. Thank you, Margaret. Have a good weekend as well. Bye-bye, guys. <laughs>